Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio this morning. So, did you watch the fight last night? Did not. I know who, uh, there was no winner because there weren't any judges, but this had absolutely zero interest for me. I'll tell you right now, the funniest thing, uh, of course, one thing, why the hell would you do it on a Sunday night? I mean, come on, the main fight's not going to start till 10 or later. You know I'm sleeping already. Come on. Number two, the best comment that I saw this morning when I was reading about it was, I feel bad for the boxing journalists that actually have to pretend to care about this fight. (laughs) So we'll move on. Big trade in the NFL. Who's getting the advantage, my man? Well, for now, the Tennessee Titans, because they get a guy who is a a renowned All-Pro, seven-time Pro Bowl All-Star, and they give up virtually nothing. A second-round draft choice next year, third-round draft choice the following year. So they're really getting away with nothing. But when you take a look at things... The Atlanta Falcons, who are in a rebuilding mode right now, do get a lot of cap space. They can make some deals, and that's going to help them out not to be a contender this year. Tennessee does get an individual who has a renowned all-pro background about him. But the key is this, seven-time Pro Bowl All-Star. Seven times? That means he's been in the league for a while. It does. Ten years Julio Jones has been around. Can he continue? Well, probably yes for this year. The Tennessee Titans are gambling on right now that he can uh, get them. Tanny Hill can uh, uh, hook up with him, and they can become a big scoring machine and challenge the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll see if that happens, but they're gambling on right now because he doesn't have a whole lot longer. That's not to say he's on the verge of being nothing because he's not. He's a very good player, but his pedigree is going to uh, evaporate pretty quickly. You know, I'm also kind of heartbroken he didn't end up in the red and gold. There was some talk he could have come I'm, to Kansas City, but uh, I don't think it was going to happen. I one mean, thing they couldn't afford him, I don't yeah. think they'd have to give up some key players to get him, number one, and number two, for how much longer? Yeah. How much longer is the key, my man, and we need to win now, especially U.S. baseball. Did they get through the Olympic qualifying? Are they going to the Olympics? They are. Swept their competition in this uh, particular qualifying tournament that they had, which was in Port St. Lucie, Florida. That's the home of the New York Mets. And I found it to be very interesting. Their key game was against Venezuela, had to beat them, did so, beat the Dominican Republic, and beat Puerto Rico. Well, (laughs) about a month ago, the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, cut a kid from their team who'd been around for a long time, Todd Frazier. Renowned all, renowned major leaguer, two-time All-Star, and all that. Well, they cut him; he wasn't getting it done. <laughs> He's the one who got the key hits for the USA team. This is a pretty good team that the USA is sending to Japan. But yes, they are there and should comport themselves very well. You think some of these guys that are on Team USA might get a shot in the big leagues? Well, they all will. Get- they all will. So now you have to understand the rule. And being on the Olympic team, you cannot be on the forty-man roster. That is the rule. As a result, Matt Libertor, who the Cardinals got from the Tampa Bay Rays, is not on the 40-man roster. Therefore, he's one of the Olympic pitchers. They have several others. Matt Wieters is now uh, playing on the team. John Jay, you remember Jay yep. from Dean down here? He's not on any man's 40-man roster. 
or any teams, I should say, 40-man roster. He was cut about a month and a half ago. That makes them eligible. Say, bring him out here, play for the Olympians. Well, hell yeah, we need all the help we can get. Uh, last but not least, there was some road racing going on in California this weekend. Sure was. This was the Save Mart 350 racing at the NASCAR. Well, it's not just NASCAR. It's, it's a road course in Sonoma, California. Sonoma's up in the San Francisco area. And Kyle Larson wins for the second straight week. This guy's on a roll. You might remember we talked about him last week when he won the uh, Coke 600. He was suspended for a year from NASCAR. He is back with a vengeance, and Larson racing very well. Does win, holds off Martin Truex Jr. to win the event. So, hey, that's very good. Kyle Larson gets the big win. Cardinals desperately needed to gain some ground, get some wins against the Reds this weekend. Didn't go as planned. Hardly. They got swept. Jeez. And this is by... Uh, this and this is the sad part by a Midland team. Yeah. Cincinnati's just average. They're not. They're not great. They're not bad, but they're not great. Jesse Winker, who has been with the club now for a couple of years, get out of well, he committed to the University of Florida and never went. Signed right with the Reds. His three home runs yesterday had a couple more during the course of the series. Holy smokes! What is this? Cardinals lose all four games. Yesterday, the Cardinals are down seven to nothing. Rally with seven runs in the sixth inning, tie the game, and then no scoring until the ninth. And what happens in the ninth? Jesse Winker. It's a home run off Alex Reyes, eight to seven. What did the Cardinals do? Put runners on second and third with nobody out and do not score. You can't have that. The mix of their lineup is just not clicking. Now they have a bunch of injuries, and the injuries are key injuries. But the component parts of their lineup, yeah, you have Arnado, you have Goldschmidt, you have anybody who can slug that ball. And that includes some of the other players on their team. They can hit the long ball. And that's what they're doing, trying to hit the long ball. Get the base hit sacrifice. I'm I'm appalled. Anyway, they're, heck, they're out of first place now by two and a half games, which isn't very much. They might get hot again somewhere along the line, but they're not playing very well at all right now. No, and they needed to gain some ground, especially with the uh, big jack injury and all the other injuries they got against the Reds team. They definitely could at least had two and two on in that series, uh, losing all four. Yikes. But uh, let's uh, change gears here. The Royals. Did go 2-2 two and two with the Twins, but they've got some uh, tough hombres to face today, too, don't they? Go out to uh, Los Angeles to face the Angels starting tonight, but really had a chance to beat the Minnesota Twins yesterday and did not do so. Twins won it 2-1, to one, and the Twins pulled off a triple play in the game. That happens maybe once, twice a year in Major League Baseball, somewhere along the line, but hey, that, that's a killer when you have that couple guys on base and nobody out, and then you get wiped out on a triple play. It was a bunt that was popped up into the air. The Royals runners doing what they should, put their heads down. It was an attempted sacrifice that didn't work. Put their heads down, running to the next base. <laughs> First baseman catches the ball, turns around, looks, hey, guys, here's the ball over here. Here's the ball over here. One, two, three. See ya. <laughs> anyway, Minnesota wins the game 2-1. Royals will be in Los Angeles to play the Angels tonight. It was a perfect storm, if you will. It usually <laughs> is a perfect storm to get a triple play in Major League Baseball. And the NBA playoffs continue, my man, who won yesterday. The Atlanta Hawks, they go to Philadelphia and win game one of that best of seven series. This is the second round of the playoffs. And the Hawks use the scoring of Trey Young, who is really a phenomenal player. 
Now, we, we talk about this quite often. He was here in Springfield uh, when he was a senior in high school at Norman, Oklahoma, played Glendale. And the Norman team came in here highly regarded, and Glendale held Trey Young to a 51 the night he played here at Glendale. Last night he hit Philadelphia for 36, and the Hawks beat the 76ers 128-124. Atlanta leads one game to none. L.A. Clippers, Dallas Mavericks playing in Los Angeles, and for the first time in that best-of-seven series, the home team won. And the Clippers ousted the Dallas Mavericks and did it rather substantially, too, as you kind of felt they probably would. So the Los Angeles Clippers now advance to the second round. Man, it's been an exciting playoffs. Like I said, last year was kind of a dud. This year it seems like getting a little bit interesting. So we'll see. Ned, you have a great Monday. I will see you tomorrow, sir.